Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tulevaisuus Arena, the future of the workplace podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra, and I'm a first-year business student at the Tampere University. And I'll be taking you through these few episodes that we have time for before our event, Tulevaisuus Arena, on the 2nd of March. So what is Tulevaisuus Arena? It is a webinar event that is being held by my student association, Bumi Aru. It is being held on the 2nd of March. It will include panels, discussions, and much more on the future of the workplace. We'll be covering plenty of different aspects of our futures. So if you're at all interested in what the future might hold for us, um, please stay tuned. Follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and join us on the 2nd of March. Today I'm here with Kelly Kiodora, a Tampere talent ambassador. Our theme for today is internationality in the workforce and what this might look like in the future. So if I could kick it off by asking Kelly, we are here on Zoom, to introduce yourself, give us a little background on where you come from, uh, how you came to Finland and you know, what your career so far has looked like. Thanks, Kelly. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Alexandra, for inviting me on this show. It's a pleasure to be here. So uh, as you mentioned, um, my name is Kelly Kiodara, and I am originally from the U.S. I have actually been living in Finland for six years now, uh, six years since February 1st, actually, so recent anniversary. Um, but I came to actually uh, study in Tampere, and I graduated from Tampere University and I received my master's in media education there. And uh, when I was studying, I was also working at a startup. So I've been in the startup scene as well. Um, but at the moment, I am doing a few things. I've graduated and now I am uh, sort of being uh, what is called a talent ambassador, a Tampere talent ambassador for the city of Tampere, um, which means that my my role is to sort of attract talent, international talent to the region and to kind of, you know, help them want to stay, to, to live and to work. Um, also, what else that I'm doing is uh, because of this initiative, Um, from the city, I had this idea to start my other initiative, my own initiative of uh, founding an association called Bloom, which focuses on the integration of, uh, of internationals into the Finnish society. Um, but so, so look out for that. But at the moment, to, to answer your question fully, I am currently working in the aerospace and systems intelligence industry, doing some marketing communications work. So I've been all over the place, but now I've kind of found my 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 spot, so to speak. Um, doing marketing communications is, is uh, what I'm comfortable in. Um, I'm happy where I am now. Perfect, thanks again for um, coming on the show. So I think first off, I would just love to know, um, How have you experienced working in international environments and being in an international environment here in Finland? I know that it's it's on like increasingly international and it has been for the last several decades, but how have you experienced this here and have you experienced any changes from when you first got here? 
That's a very good question because I've been thinking to myself a lot about this um, because there's a huge discussion in Finland right now, not just in the region, but in the whole country where there is sort of a shortage of international talent um, and and uh, how hard it is to get into the workforce, both for foreigners and also for, for Finnish people. Um, but to answer your question, uh, six years ago, I noticed that uh, it wasn't as international. As you said, it's, it's quickly growing very fast and um, working in a Finnish workplace as an international. Um, I'm actually the first international to join my team ever. So that's a huge uh, feat in itself. Um, I've, I've seen that many companies are open and willing to hire internationals, but it's, it's a process. Um, I've learned that it's Even though there is a will, it's not so easy. Um, so I think that a lot of this has to do with, I'm not so sure, but from what I have um, heard from different sources that maybe the legislation has to be has to be um, amended a bit to make it easier for employers to, to help internationals get into the companies. But overall, it's been a, an exciting and you know, super experience. Um, I am immersed in the Finnish culture. The, into the Finnish language. Every day I have meetings in Finnish. However, the slides are in English, so that's helpful. But um, it's, it's a great way for an international to kind of just dive in. Uh, you also mentioned that you were doing uh, stuff in international sales and like in international marketing, uh, either in the past or right now. I was just wondering like how you've experienced like working in maybe not like the most international environment, like with your direct surroundings, but like with the work that you're doing, I would imagine that it's it's quite international and you end up, you know, talking to a lot of people from around the world. What's that like? Very good question, because nowadays, you know, during the pandemic, uh, we are at home and a lot of my calls are on Teams from, I speak to people from the US to the UK to Asia. So, uh, The accents are interesting, of course. So um, if you are in the international uh, sales or marketing or whatever um, you choose and you have to be around international people, just, uh, you know, I guess my advice would be just to be open, you know, Not everyone will work the way, work the same way you do or talk like you do, but you are there for the same reason. You have the same mission. So just uh, try your best to, uh, to make it work <laughs> and to also have fun with it. Because in, um, from my experience doing this, working in the international sales and marketing team, um, I've had to uh, learn or at least to continue to Um, kind of the, have this this free spirit in a way where, you know, when I make a call, I don't know who's on the other line. I don't know what they sound like, even though they're in the UK. Maybe it's some, you know, person from somewhere else. You know, region doesn't matter anymore, it, it, you know, because people are migrating and uh, it's, it's changing. Globalization is happening. So just be ready for it. And the only way you can be ready for it is if you're willing to be open. Yeah, I think you make a super good point about how everything is becoming more and more globalized. I think it's becoming a bigger and bigger issue with every year that we move forward. 
My next question for you would be about cultural barriers or clashes that you've experienced within your time working in international environments. What have you experienced any? I would say a bit. <laughs> I think one barrier was per absolutely the Finnish language. When you um, are not fluent, there it causes a barrier at times. And, you know, there, I mean, they're always over it. You can overcome, you can learn the language, you know, it's not the, the easiest, but it's possible. Um, so above or apart from language, I would say that um, maybe there were a couple of times in my whole six years here where I felt like my presence as an international working, um, it, it wasn't uh, welcomed. And what I mean by that is that um, we've, we've had this discussion many times amongst the international community. Um, some There's this fear almost that, you know, internationals are taking the jobs of locals. Um, this is a, an ongoing debate. Um, and I don't think that's true. I think that uh, even though, you know, for example, a company chooses English as a working language, that's not to say that we want to get rid of the Finnish language. It's just a compliment. And actually, it would benefit the company because if you want to go international, then you kind of have to adopt to these new ways of uh, doing business. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree that, uh, especially in the like globalized world that we're living in, it's not very feasible anymore. And like, for example, how I've heard in school that like, it's like becoming more and more of a working language and in more and more like job descriptions, for example, when I've been applying for summer jobs lately, uh, it's always required that you speak good English and can write good English because it's getting a lot more common in Finland as well. And to comment on that, I like to say that the Finnish are super good at English, which makes it very hard for me as an international to kind of learn the language. For example, I can go somewhere to, I don't know, a cafe and try to speak <laughs> my broken Finnish. Um, but uh, Finns are usually so polite that it's automatically switched when they see that I'm struggling, automatically switched to English because, you know, it's it's well-spoken here. It's very... We're, in Tampere is very international. So um, in that sense, I, I just wanted to say, you know, you all are so good at English. <laughs> I definitely have a similar sentiment. And I think Finnish people are just, they are too humble for their own good where, you know, if you go to another country and you ask them if they speak English, they go, oh, I, I speak English super well. But then if you ask somebody that's like on the same level or even better at English here in, fin in Finland, they'll be like, oh, um, well, actually, my Finnish is terrible or my English is terrible. You know, that's I feel like that's the general sentiment that I've picked up on. I, I just want to ask because our event coming up is talking a lot about the future of the workplace, like what we can expect as young people and what people can expect even at an older age, like for their workplace and the workforce in general. Um, what do you think it's going to look like in Finland in, let's say, 20 years or so? Like, what will job hunting be like? What will the workforce be like? What are your general expectations? 
I can only speak for what I hope for. And what I hope is that it will be easier for both internationals and uh, Finns to be able to get into the workforce. Because from what I understand, not just because of the pandemic, but in general, the unemployment rate is, is very high. Um, here in Finland. And I think that I've been reading many articles on this and a lot of it has to say that, the, you know, pe where people are unqualified for certain um, positions or, or they're overqualified on the opposite end. And it's just like, it's a mismatch and it's a problem. So hopefully in the future, I, I hope that, um, there would be some sort of system that makes it easier for people to enter the workforce. And I think that in the future, it will also be, like you said, uh, the globalization, you know, everyone needs to learn how to deal with other cultures and um, have maybe have English as the, the main language, the common language in the workplace. Um, I think that uh, we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, it's new, at the moment, the multiculturalism in workplace. And I think that uh, it's slowly getting better, um, but in hopefully in 20 years, it, it will get to where it needs to be. That's a super nice point. I think a lot of people are really um, scared or worried about the future of what the job markets like might look like. So yeah, that's definitely a good point to raise. I hope it gets a lot better in the next 20 years. So you also were discussing multiculturalism in the workplace, and I was just wondering if you think that uh, the workplace is going to get a lot more multicultural in the next, or I don't know, say however many years or in the near future. Well, I can only speak for um, myself working here in Finland, and I I brought up the multiculturalism because in my workplace there's there's not a lot of that, and uh, we're trying to change that because we realize that um, you know international talent they bring a different perspective, maybe a new perspective, like a different way of thinking that will kind of benefit the way you know kind of break the glass and, you know, break away from what's considered conventional. And uh, this is what we want because that's how creativity comes. That's how innovation comes. And what more does a business want than that? Yeah, that's definitely a super valid point. I think new perspectives and new opinions always shake up a place and they're super valuable. My next question would be, about kind of like these regional differences. I think we all know that Helsinki and the capital area is a lot more international. I was just wondering if you've seen this kind of like expand towards Tampere uh, in the time that you've been here. I forgot to mention that I've been living in Finland for six years, but in Tampere for, for almost four years. In the first two years, I was living in a, a town called Horauma. <laughs> so I, I saw that side where, you know, like the... Um, where does not the non-city life, so to speak, um, because Horauma is this charming town, but it's not... Tampere is not a city. It's not international is not like a huge university city like here. So um, when I compare it to that, I, I see that there is a huge difference. Um, I see that uh, 
the regard towards internationals is a bit different there. And definitely English is not spoken as much as in Tampere or Helsinki. Um, I visited Helsinki many times and it does feel bigger. It does feel more international. And there are also more services and uh, places that are catered to the international community. So in, in that sense, um, I think Tampere could, well, we're growing. So I think that we are, we are on our way to something like that. And um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I think Tampere still has a lot of growing to do and there it's been predicted that Tampere will end up being like quite large. Um, and they're constantly putting in new investments to the city, which I, I like to see. Yeah, so I like to comment on on what you just said about the growth of Tampere. Um, I just hosted the Tampere Business Forum last week, or a week or two ago, and uh, there I was talking to investors about the growth of Tampere, and they mentioned that they are trying to attract as many you know investors and new companies into the region because we are trying to be a metropolitan just like Helsinki. So within the next few years, this is a, a huge goal of Tampere City. That's super nice to hear, especially um, as I live here, it's, it's nice. And uh, especially with the new tram that's coming in, I think everything is looking like really good for Tampere. It's compared to 10 years ago, you wouldn't recognize her. She's she's looking great. Yeah, so the next thing that I wanted to discuss was forgive me for switching between topics like this, but I wanted to discuss your startup experience and I just wanted to know, I think because startups have been increasingly popular and we hear more and more about them like each year so I was just wondering like what are some of the key takeaways and the key differences that you've seen between working at a startup and then working at a more established uh, company yes I was in the startup uh business for a little over a year and a half before I got into the corporate scene. Um, so if I had to just describe the startup scene with one word, it would be challenging. It definitely is hard um, because you're doing everything from the bottom up. Every, you know, it could be a team of about six people doing everything. Even the CEO is, you know, doing the, the very minimum needed or the, you know, just so that everything ties together in the end. It doesn't matter who does it as long as it gets done and gets done right. And you're constantly looking for investors. This is one of the hardest parts that I, I witnessed working in a startup. It was very difficult to, to, uh, to pitch. I've had that experience as well. Um, you have to learn how to, to pitch no matter if you're the CEO or, you know, uh, salesperson or marketing. I was doing marketing. Um, it was all about trying to show that you were the best, even though you're starting out like a baby. And uh, it's fun though. Like, even though it's challenging, it's really fun because you get to be so creative and uh, the, the usual traditional, you know, bureaucracy or hierarchy, I should say, um, is, is usually not there. Because you're there as a team and you're there to for, for one purpose, which is to sell your idea, your vision, um, because it's, it's a startup, you know, um, it's, it doesn't have not, not, 
usually the capital in the very beginning and you're trying to gain that. So um, it's, it's chaotic sometimes, but I, as a student, I highly recommend getting into the scene because it gets you, of course, it gets your foot in and you also learn so much, not only about the, you know, business, but also about yourself because you have, you have to learn how to be self-motivated. You have to learn how to manage things that you've never managed before. And that's actually how I learned to manage um, what I do now through the startup scene. So I highly recommend it if you get an opportunity. Yeah, that's super cool. I at least am super interested in startups. And I know that a lot of people are interested in how they develop and especially the beginning phases uh, with so many super successful stories. Uh, My next question would just be, why do you think that uh, startups are so much more international than these already established firms? So I think that in startups, it's a little bit more driven towards having internationality because because it's a startup, um, even though it may start in Finland, um, you kind of take whatever comes. So I think this is why, and usually I feel that startups are more attractive to international business abroad. Um, I don't know why. Maybe someone else could tell me this, but this is what I've seen just being in the in the industry and uh, seeing how um, people react to pitches, for example. And uh, I actually hosted Startup World Cup. And I, um, if you know about Startup World Cup, uh, they pitch to, um, they are, there are pitches in different countries. And then the, the main startup a World Cup is based out of uh, California in the U.S. And whoever wins gets to fly out to California and wins like big money. So like things like that, sh- t- like show me that there's a huge interest in the startup world, um, not just in Finland, but all over, especially in California because there's Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting. I honestly, I don't know much about startups. Uh, I just know I've been... Um, to Tribe a few times, uh, Tribe Thonbara, which is like a startup hub. If nobody's been to it, um, it has they have great couches, nice decor. If anybody wants to go, um, but I was just wondering because uh, our tribe does a lot of their communication, if not all of it, in English, and I just I I always pictured like a very international and like multicultural type of scene, but I didn't exactly know why. Yes. I think my number one tip to any student uh, about to get into the workforce is to network. Network like crazy, but network genuinely. And what I mean by that is uh, don't just, you know, find people uh, that you are quote unquote using to get a position, please never do that. Network with people that you enjoy talking to. Network with people who have the same interests and passions as you because within that network, eventually a position will pop up. And because you have created this genuine 
uh, relationship with these people, you will be the first person that pops up in their mind. So um, when I was a student, I joined as many associations as possible that I was passionate about. It has to be something that you enjoy, something that you you believe in. Otherwise, it would just not be worth it, not worth your time. And uh, try to join associations who that um, maybe you want to be a part of in the future. Um, I'm doing it now. Um, it's it's a great way to kind of get your feet in um, that way because these people, they're not going to stay young forever. Eventually, we ha- all have to grow up and go to work. So they'll have their networks. And then if you stay friends with them, which you will because, you know, you have the same interests, hopefully, um, they can help you in the future. And I think that's my biggest advice. And I've seen it work for many people, for many internationals, as well as uh, Finnish people here. Network is key. If you see a position that you think you are not qualified for, please be brave and apply for it anyway. Whatever job it is that you choose, be ready to be open be willing to accept other cultures because I believe that this is the the path that the workforce is going towards where there will be many different, not just personalities, but different cultures, different languages. And you just have to learn to, to understand and to, to work, to work with these uh, differences that you may not be used to. And I think that it will be fruitful, not just for you, but also for, for the business and the company that you're in. And I think this is a perfect place to end the podcast. I think those were some very nice last words and I definitely totally agree. Um, So thank you, Kelly, uh, for all of your tips and for this fruitful discussion that we've had today. I'm sure that a lot of people will find this very interesting. So once again, this is Kelly Kiodora. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. And finally, to move on to you, our dear listener, I would like to thank you for tuning in. And I would like to remind everybody to join us uh, in our webinar, Tulevaisuus Arena, and to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram with the handle Tulevaisuus Arena. And join our event on the 2nd of March. You won't regret it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.